This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I'm just back, lieutenants, to the Cigar City after some extensive travel, scouring the country when it comes to finding the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. We are now just around three months from the International Premium Cigar Retailers Convention, and now these new cigar brands are starting to trickle out. I have exclusive information. In fact, I'm looking at about uh, six potential new brands in my hand, including two that I am looking at smack dab and another one that is just being released from Altadas. So we have a lot to get to today, lieutenants. As always, we talk cigars, we talk spirits, we talk diversions. We will today talk some Delta Bravos as well. Some enemies of pleasure, you name it, we've got it going on today. America's Alpha Male, front and center, I am ready to go. Long-ass greetings and salutations, a long-ass snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure, the general America's Alpha Male, front and center. We invite you to join us today, Nationwide Cigar and Pleasure-Friendly Hotlines are now open at 877-DAVE-007, that is 877 877- 328-3007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Follow me at Twitter at CigarDaveShow. Facebook, CigarDave. Website, CigarDave.com. In fact, just a few moments ago, I tweeted out a picture of the cigar that is sitting in my ashtray ready for the National Cigar Litation Ceremony. And all it says on it is C24 Sumatra. What cigar is that? Well, I will tell you in just a few moments. But first, lieutenants, some interesting items going on in the world of cigars that I want to uh, get to. Also, an interesting item that occurred on the Bill O'Reilly show on Fox News earlier this week with Adam Carolla. And it had to do, I think, to a very good degree with uh, alpha males and the wussification of the American male, and I will get to that in just a moment. But first, there is a brand-new cigar from Altadas called the Saint uh, Saint Louis Ray, the SLR Gen 2. Now, the SLR, or the Saint Louis Ray, came out, geez, about 10 years ago, made in Honduras. Then the follow-up to that cigar was the SLR Serie G. Big cigars, huge ring gauges, very flavorful Rich flavored cigars at a very, very reasonable price. I think when they came out, they were in the five, six dollar category. And Altanis has followed up to that now with the new SLR Gen 2, standing for Generation 2. This cigar is different in terms of packaging. It has the St. Louis Ray band with some slight modifications, but there is a secondary band that says Gen 2 SLR uh, just below the primary band. 
And it comes in three different sizes. It comes in a Toro, six inches in length with a 54 ring gauge. And if you are listening to us for the first time or you are getting just into cigars, you are a novice, you are a neophyte, and you're wondering what the ring gauge means, that is the diameter of the cigar. So if you were to look at the foot of the cigar, the diameter is expressed in ring gauge or 64ths of an inch. So when we say a cigar would have a 64 ring gauge, that would mean the cigar is 64 64 64ths of an inch. So it's one inch. Now, a 54 ring gauge is 54 64 64ths of an inch, so slightly less than an inch in diameter. So the Toro is six inches in length with a 54 ring gauge. The Robusto, four and a half inches in length with a 54 ring gauge. And the Titan, which I have in my hand, six inches in length, with a 60 ring gauge. So it is just about an inch. This cigar uses an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Honduran Nicaraguan filler. It is medium to full in strength. And this is part of Altanis's, uh recent launch of a number of cigars. It goes back a year ago in Charlotte when we launched the Romeo by Romeo e Giulietta. They took the traditional Romeo, they changed the flavor profile, made it more of a medium, medium full cigar, and totally changed the packaging, made it a little bit more contemporary, a glossy box, a wood varnish gloss box, different type of uh, band, certainly a little bit more uh, flashy, a little bit more 21st century, rather than the traditional Cuban look. So the SLR series, uh, or correction, the SLR Gen 2, along those lines, we saw the Monte Cristo Epic that was also launched, the Trinidad uh, Trinidad Paradox, all going into a little different change, a little bit more of a contemporary sleeker package. So the SLR uh, Gen 2 following that as well. The original SLR, St. Louis Ray, which we launched in Detroit, got to be about geez, 10, 12 years ago, on the medium-bodied side, this is going to be a little bit fuller, medium to fuller, and the suggested retail price uh, for these particular cigars is going to be about, uh, let me see, I've got the exact price in my hand right here for the Titan. The suggested retail on this particular cigar is about $6.75. So this cigar is going to be in the 6 to 6.75 area in the sweet spot right now in terms of where the market is. So this is a cigar that is now available at retailers be on the lookout and when we are talking with uh, janelle rosenfeld and gene tipton of altatus usa at our live broadcast in charlotte on saturday june 1st this is one of the cigars that we will be discussing now i had the opportunity the last couple of days as i said i've been scouring the cigar universe most of the epicenter of the world of cigars is right here in the cigar and sunshine state of florida and i had the opportunity to get exclusive access, gain exclusive access into the Rocky Patel, what they call war room or their strategic branding room, where they are talking about all the and tasting all the new potential brands that will be released at the upcoming International Premium Cigars Retailer uh, Convention in Las Vegas. And that's going to be in mid-July. We'll have uh, shows from there. We'll have all the exclusive details, more information as we get closer. But I had the opportunity, and for the very first time, they allowed me to take pictures during the process. So I will tweet and Facebook some of those pictures out. But they had the opportunity to test a whole bunch of cigars and these two cigars that I'm able to discuss right now, there's about four other brands that are still 
in the confidentiality stage. I've been sworn to secrecy, but two brands to be on the lookout. One that I will smoke today is known as the C24 Sumatra, box-pressed, square-pressed. I tweeted this out, and I said, what cigar will this be? Well, you are the first to know. This is exclusive information. The C24, which was their working title, their working uh, testing name during the blending uh, and naming process, will be known as the Rocky Patel Royale, R-O-Y-A-L-E. This cigar is a beautiful-looking stick. It is a Nicaraguan box press, Sumatra wrapper, just a nice Nicaraguan uh, and Honduran blend. Beautiful, uh, oily wrapper. I love the square press. Feels great. I actually have the Robusto size in my hand, the 5x52. It will come, I think, in four different sizes. It's going to come 5x52, a 6 by 54 They're talking about a 6x52 torpedo, and they're going to be coming out with the Emperor, which will be 7 inches in length with a 62 ring gauge. Almost one inch in diameter, seven inches. That could be one of the largest uh, ring gauge size, not ring gauge, but largest cigars overall. When we think of a Magnum or the Titan size, we think of a 6x60. This particular cigar that I'm talking about, the new Royale by Rocky Patel, seven inches in length with a 62 ring gauge. That is a mammoth, mammoth cigar. Although I will tell you, that size cigar would look lovely in the mouth of a gorgeous dame. In fact, Miss Kate, we're going to get 32 of them to slap in the mouths of each member of the harem. This particular cigar, the Royale, which will be released in July or introduced in July for release in August or September, will have a suggested retail price in the $11 category. And I also have information that I will share with you either this week or next week about the new P33. The P33 blend from Rocky Patel which will be known as the Bold by Nish Patel. But I'll talk about that a little bit later on. We have a ton to get to today, lieutenants. As I mentioned, I'm going to uh, play in just a little bit after the litation ceremony. Uh, Adam Carolla was on the Bill O'Reilly show, the the O'Reilly Factor, earlier this week. And he brought up something that made me think, and it is a clear indication and confirmation of the wussification of the American male. So we will chat with that. Also, in the second hour, we will talk about Charles Ramsey. He is the gentleman who found the uh, kidnapped girls, including Amanda Berry, that had been missing for, I think, 10 or 12 years. And I have an interesting take on that whole situation. Not what you may think. Not what you may think. But I will have a slightly different variation on that that you will want to listen for. And just remember, keep these three words in the back of your mind when I... Talk about that story about Charles Ramsey. Enemies of pleasure. Enemies of pleasure. So, lieutenants, we have much to get to, including your calls at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Today, we have moved XM channels. Now, Extreme Talk, which we have been on for the last five, six years, the entire channel has gone from channel 165 up the dial to channel 243. So now we are heard as is all the extreme programming on XM Channel 243. So if you are listening to us for the first time, or if you have friends or colleagues or fellow connoisseurs that are used to listening to us and say, hey, where's the general? He's not on XM 165. Do not panic. We are still on XM. We've just moved up the dial right to the top where we belong. XM Channel 243 Extreme Talk. I am Cigar Dave the General. The National Cigar Litation Ceremony is next. 
Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. Introducing a brave cigar for a new age. A bold and spirited Teyamo revolution. This uniquely blended innovative smoke is the latest creation of Alejandro Turent, fifth generation of the world's oldest and most highly esteemed family of cigar makers and tobacco growers. Superbly handcrafted by artisans of virtuoso skill, Teyamo Revolution features a powerhouse San Andres Habano wrapper surrounding a compelling blend of San Andres and Nicaraguan tobaccos. Loaded with intense, satisfying taste and a tantalizing aroma profile, this fuller bodied cigar embodies everything today's cigar connoisseur desires. Daringly rich and fiercely flavorful, Revolution is here to shake things up and take your smoking pleasure to places it's never been before. Te Amo Revolution. Get ready for a cigar that will rock your world. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. On a daily basis, our personal rights, freedoms, and privileges are being taken away by the government, by the people who don't want us to enjoy the fine things in life, cigars. Guess what? Socialism stinks, cigars don't. So in order to celebrate life, we decided to release the freedom. This great cigar from Nicaragua has tones of coffee, spice, pepper, with a great underlying sweetness. It's got a beautiful Ecuadorian wrapper, fillers from different parts of Nicaragua, and guess what? It's priced very fairly. So go out and celebrate the fine things in life and enjoy your freedom by lighting up a Rocky Patel freedom. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As I just mentioned and I have just tweeted here, the first look at the brand new Rocky Patel Royal Cigar. I have never had this cigar. It was given to me 
yesterday when I was in the Rocky Patel war room where they were getting ready for with all the new brands for the upcoming cigar retailers convention and trade show in Las Vegas. The cigar is ready to be smoked. The name has been given. The sizes have been decided upon. It is done. I have seen the packaging. It will be absolutely smashing, magnificent, and this cigar in my hand feels absolutely incredible. A square-pressed or box-pressed cigar, as I mentioned, the new Rocky Patel Royale. Sumatra, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan, some Honduran filler. Suggested retail will be an $11 area, four different sizes. I have the 5x52 Robusto. Mm, smells absolutely wonderful. Feels wonderful in my hand. Solid, oily wrapper. Cannot wait to get my hands on it. This is a worldwide first. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. All right, I have in my hand myself sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, I jumped the gun, uh, apparently. I've already got... Here we go. ...flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. All right, now we're ready with our flame-throwing device. We have in my hand my Cigar Dave signature prototype from the R&D laboratories, and I will use that today on this brand-new Rocky Patel Royale. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut off the head of this Rocky Patel Royale. Working name, the C24 Box Press Sumatra. I will toast the foot of this cigar. And wherever you may be, I hope that you are conducting your own National Cigar Litation Ceremony or your own local ceremony, whatever uh, you care to choose. And I will gently puff and rotate. Oh, very nice. Mmm. Mmm. Just the first few... Uh, uh, just the, the aroma... Upon toasting is magnificent. I'll continue. Cigar is fully lit. I am now totally throttled up and puffing and enjoying the Rocky Patel brand new Royale. So, lieutenants, as I continue enjoying this cigar, I will give you tasting reports and updates uh, throughout the next uh, couple of uh, minutes. All right, let's do this. Uh, here's what we want to do. I'm going to take a couple of calls at the bottom of the hour. I want to spend some time talking about uh, Adam Carolla's comments on the O'Reilly factor. Specifically, it brings up a very important point. It, it touches on what I've been discussing the last number of years. The American male has been wussified over the last 40-plus years, and he gives a great example of what has happened to the American male. We will get to that, but first up, let's say hello to Dean in Columbus, Ohio. Buckeye country, you are front and center with the general. Long well, nice to see you, General. How are you today? Back at you, Dean. Fantastic. Enjoying this Rocky Patel Royale. Uh, no libation today because uh, I am going to have to engage in uh, flying maneuvers. So, therefore, eight hours bottle to throttle. So, no libation for the general today. Well, General, I just wanted to make a quick call. I know I've listened to you over the years, and you've been very generous to me, but I think everybody needs to be aware that your uh, podcasts are now on an iTunes. For those of us that uh, don't uh, get your show necessarily in our city on our local stations, 
uh, I download them and take them with me in the car. So it's a great, great uh, decision on your part, I think, to get them out there. Yeah, we did. We launched that uh, about three weeks ago, and we did a soft launch, and we are we wanted to make sure everything was working properly. Everything is. And actually, we last week, for the very first time, after we conducted Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers, there was much more that we had to discuss. We had about another 25 minutes that we uh, wanted to talk about some things. So we did a special uh, Cigar Dave podcast edition. And so we did a 25-minute show where we were able to continue discussing what we wanted to discuss. And we're going to start doing that after uh, not every show, but if there are items that I cannot get to or things that I want to comment about or I want to be a little bit more uncensored and unplugged and don't have any FCC restrictions, we will use the uh, the podcast forum. And our, our mobile apps are almost done. I just saw the final... The final graphics, we're making a couple of other touch-ups, but they should be ready to go. We're hoping by the time we are in Charlotte for our live broadcast invasion, the start of the 2013 Alpha Male Summer Pleasure Tour on June 1st. So we've got a lot going on, and the podcast, by the way, Dean, will also be available not only in iTunes, but they'll be available directly through our mobile Android and uh, iPhone mobile apps. Great. So Download them on the iPad, take them with me, listen to them anytime I want. It's just... Uh... It's real nice. Dean, I don't care where you listen. I just want you to listen and enjoy. I don't care if you are listening with your feet propped up, with your harem giving you massage and happy ending, or with a snifter in your left hand, a glass in your right hand, and your feet propped up on your ottoman. Makes no difference. All we ask is just listen to the general at least one time per week, maybe more. Now that we're going to also be doing some Cigar Dave daily briefings, which will be listed under a separate uh, iTunes uh, account. So it's if you do a search for Cigar Dave, it'll show you our Cigar Dave show podcast, and by the end of the week, we'll also have our daily briefings. So we've got a lot going on and a couple of other tricks up our sleeve, Dean, so just uh, keep listening, and you will be the first to know. Here's what I'd like to do for you while you listen to the Cigar Dave show uh, on your iPad, in your car, or wherever you may be. I'm going to send you out some of the Rocky Patel 51 cigars. These were, uh, came out for Rocky Patel's 51st birthday in February. I smoked one yesterday. Absolutely magnificent. It is medium. It is just incredible on the palate. It is so pleasant that when you are listening to my show, Dean, I guarantee you, while smoking this Rocky Patel 51, you will be in Pleasureville, USA. So they're coming out to you. You are too generous, uh, General. My pleasure, Dean. We appreciate you joining us. We will continue around the corner, Lieutenants. Alpha male conversational maneuvers continue on the Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle. Always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. 
Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. General's harem, the Cigar Dave Show. Well, the Gypsy Kings and my new Rocky Patel Royale, an outstanding combination. I am missing my adult libation, but as I mentioned, eight hours bottle of throttle. When it comes time to aviating, so therefore I will have to pass today. Although, there were two bottles of wine that were left for me at Humidor 1A that I will have to take a look at in just a little bit to see what that is uh, all about. Uh, I do want to send congratulations to Jackson Harris, the son of uh, longtime Tampa radio personality Jack Harris and uh, host of AM Tampa Bay on my flagship station 970 WFLA. Jackson graduating today from the University of Tampa. And uh, for a long time, well, when he used to come into the studio with uh, with Jack, with his father, uh, he always enjoyed the show, even when he was 13, 14. And, of course, his mother, here and after referred to, as he referred to her as the pleasure police, would uh, would always give him a hard time because he said, I want to smoke a cigar one day, and I want to enjoy adult libation. I want to be an alpha male just like the general. Well... Today, he can enjoy his celebratory cigars, his libations, and the good news is there is not a damn thing that his uh, mother, enemy of pleasure, pleasure police joy can do about it today because he uh, absolutely is of legal age on not only cigars, which happened four years ago, but as well as on the libations. So congratulations to uh, Jackson, and I'm sure that he will continue in the footsteps of other alpha males, such as you and I, in extending and making sure that the alpha male lives and prospers and thrives into the future. And ironically, today uh, is the 27th anniversary of me graduating from Syracuse uh, University, the Newhouse School of Communications and the uh, School of Management, May 11th, 1986. I cannot believe it has been 27 years. And actually, uh, on this weekend, because the Syracuse University class of 2013 graduates tomorrow, I want to extend a very hearty congratulations to a, a longtime friend, a great professor that I had, a mentor in my broadcasting career, Dr. Roosevelt Rick Wright. Rick is retiring after, I believe he's been at Syracuse, uh, I want to say since 1970. He came as a graduate student in the communications school, and I don't think he ever left. I think he's been there ever since. I think he's been at uh, on the faculty at Syracuse, a professor for over 40 years. One of the greatest of all time, Radio Rick Wright. His, uh, his presence, his guidance, his counsel, his leadership, his mentorship will be greatly missed at Syracuse University, the SI, school, uh, SI Newhouse School of Public Communications. He was the driving force 
behind uh, much of the t- uh, television, radio, and film uh, curriculum, specifically radio. We all called him Radio Rick, my favorite professor without a doubt at four years at Syracuse. So, Rick, my friend, congratulations, and I know you will still maintain uh, activity in the world of broadcasting and mentoring future broadcast students. All right, Lieutenant, says I mentioned earlier this week on the O'Reilly Factor, Adam Carolla was on. He's on uh, every week. And they were talking about the new movie that opened up last weekend entitled Iron Man 3, starring Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man is an adaptation of a popular comic book. And this is the third movie. This is the trilogy now. Uh, So they had a sequel. Now it's the third movie in the Iron Man series. And it opened up to record box office uh, uh, revenues last weekend. And I have not seen Iron Man 1. I have not seen Iron Man 2. Now, when I was a kid, I loved comic books. I was a Superman and Batman fan. Love Batman. I love the comic book. I love the TV show. In fact, for Halloween, my senior year uh, in high school, it was a tradition that the seniors all dressed for Halloween. I went as Batman. Uh, my, my good friend went as Robin. And we had the Batmobile and everything. I mean, I, this general actually wore tights. I had the Batman logo on. I had the Batman ears, the Batman mask and cape, the whole shebang. And I have to tell you, being a superhero is not easy because wearing those tights is not the most comfortable of clothing options, especially in certain areas. Frank Sinatra would say it was uh, bite me in the Mary Janes. It was not very comfortable. But I remember as a kid, I love comic books. But that's as a kid. When you grow up, have I seen some Batman movies? Sure. Do I read comic books now? No. I know there are adults that collect comic books. That's fine. But when I see some of these adults that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s that are obsessed with comic books, more obsessed with comic books than they are with dames or cigars or alpha male pleasure maneuvers, we have a problem. So this was uh, on the O'Reilly Factor. Bill O'Reilly asked about the popularity of Iron Man 3 and why it was so popular to Adam Carolla. His answer was very telling and very revealing, and he brings up some outstanding points. I don't know what's going on. Like, when did it become okay for 45-year-old males to speak openly about their love of comic books, heroes, Spider-Man, to be devastated when Batman or Superman wasn't didn't live up to their expectations? Remember when 45-year-old guys would drink brandy and smoke cigars and talk about their mistresses or storm beaches at Normandy? I don't know what's going on with this generation. Smoke cigars, drink cognac, talk about their mistresses, and storm the beaches at Normandy. He's right. This is all part of the wussification of the American male. I would say the tide began to shift about 15 years ago when the renaissance of cigars took place. When people started realizing they're working hard, that they want to enjoy themselves. They want to go back to a simpler time. So cigars exploded in popularity. At one time, for a number of years, the only people that smoked cigars were old men. I remember Stanford Newman, the, uh, the great longtime chairman of the J.C. Newman Cigar Company and legendary cigar industry manufacturer and insider. He said to me, Dave, I remember when the only people that were smoking cigars were old men. Now look around. 
look at, at all these events, young people smoking cigars. They're happy. They're enjoying themselves. This is what it's all about. And Stanford was 100% correct. So we started to see a shift. Cigars became popularity, uh, became popular again in the, in the, I would say, around 93, 94, 95 when I started this show. Then we saw the rise of bourbon and cognacs and fine spirits and single malts. I mean, bourbon was waning for a long time in this country like cigars. It's back bigger than ever. Mistresses, it used to be honorable for an alpha male to have a mistress. I mean, think about this. In the European way of things, a man has his wife, and it's okay to have his mistress. You just keep them separate. It's a way of life. It's okay. It works for everybody. You had much less divorce back then. Why? Because when you got tired of your wife, too much nagging, too much of the nag factor, you went to your mistress, she didn't bother you. And if she did, you went back to the wife. It was a incredibly simple and successful plan. Cigars, cognacs, mistresses. That's what alpha males talked about. And by the way, the alpha males that stormed the beaches at Normandy, every one of those guys was an alpha male. They had nads of steel. They are, uh, to me, when I meet any of these World War II veterans, and we, I was fortunate, I met one who uh, we had on the show who actually stormed the beaches uh, in Normandy, that man had gigantic nads. Nad, nads bigger than all of us combined. There's no question about it. And by the way, the racehorse, uh, Normandy Invasion, he started to come around the, the top of the uh, backstretch, and he made a move. He pulled into the lead, and then he just faded about, no, uh, oh, I don't know, maybe about 500 yards from the finish. But he ran a great race, and I was really, really rooting for Normandy Invasion. That was my pick last week. But betting, getting back to what Adam Carolla said. He's 100% correct. Today, unfortunately, we see wussified beta males. We see, I mean, think about this. And I know that you are aware of people who are either into comic books, and that's fine. But when it's they're obsessed with it to the point that they're choosing comic books over cigars, libations, cars, travel, golf, dames, you got a problem. There's a big problem. I always think about, uh, you know, you always uh, uh, kind of read about these people that are on the Internet at all times of the day and night, and I picture them. They're in their mid to late 40s, not a great job. They're in their parents' basement, kind of like back in Wayne's world uh, on the SNL days, and essentially they're wearing a big L on their head because they have no nads. This is all can be traced to the wussification of the American male. Instead of the American male having nads of steel, being an alpha, and saying, hey, I'm going to be like James Bond. I'm going to live the life. I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to you know, be a high roller. I'm going to be a successful guy. They have been browbeaten and downtrodden by the feminists for so long that their manhood, any semblance of manhood, they have been stripped of. They have lost. It does not exist anymore. It is a sad, pathetic state. I can sniff a beta male, a wussified beta male, 10 miles away. I can point them out. It's like, uh, you know, you people talk about gaydar. Well, there's, I think, uh, betar, which is beta male radar, betar. And you can pick these guys out. And if you go back in time, somewhere along the line, either they did not have a male influence, either they were 
wussified by some uh, uh, some female in their life, their mother, an aunt, a teacher, who made them believe that they were the cause, their species was the cause of all the problems with the world. I am woman, hear me roar. And so what they did is they roared out against boys. And remember, as alpha males, we learn these traits, these characteristics. Some are born, some are learned when we are in our youth, our childhood. You got to give, it's like, I remember when I, I got my German Shepherd Sultan. Michael, the breeder from Pendragon Acres, said to me, Dave, you have to make sure early on, you want to give Sultan confidence. He's a pup. He's looking for confidence. These are formative months. You got to give the boy confidence. You got to make sure you talk to him in a positive manner. Tell him, you know, they listen. And so I gave the boy confidence. I gave the pup confidence. Now he is a German shepherd. Not only is he alpha, he's got nads that are gigantic. Why? Because when he was a pup in his formative puppy stage, I gave him confidence. And now he's not afraid of anything. He's not afraid of sounds. He's not afraid of people. Take him into big crowds. He's not afraid of people. People walk up to him. He doesn't back away. And I see dogs just like his kids who basically have no confidence. They have been wussified. Adam Carolla hit it right on the head. Where and when did it become acceptable for 45-year-old men to talk about comic books, become obsessed with comic books over cigars, cognac, mistresses? He is exactly right. My mission, as I sit here front and center in Humidor 1A, is not only to spread the mantra of the alpha male, but to make sure that we never apologize for being alpha males, that we are proud to be alpha males and proud to be associated with everything that is related to being an alpha male. That means being civil. That means being smart. That means being unafraid to challenge authority. That means speaking up when, when it is necessary. That means being suave, being refined, being debonair, enjoying life's great pleasures. Never will I ever apologize for being a 100% USDA alpha male. We are hyphenated men, lieutenants. We are alpha Americans. Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar Dave Show. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. 
When you were a kid, there was nothing like walking into a toy store with the money you saved to buy the coolest toy. Today, you get the same feeling of excitement when you walk into your cigar retailer's humidor and discover the latest must-have cigar. There are hundreds of cigars, but you never stop looking for a new favorite. Next time you venture into the humidor, ask for the new Villager Colorado. You'll gravitate to the beautiful, oily, reddish-brown Nicaraguan Colorado wrapper dressed in an elegant burgundy band. The new Villager Colorado is blended with two binders, an Esteli Habano and Ometepe Habano that uniquely enhances the richness, smoothness, and taste complexity of this highly acclaimed cigar. You'll be rewarded with medium to full-bodied flavors accentuated with highlights of spice. The new Villager Colorado. Rich taste, clean finish at a comfortable price. Explore the new Villager Colorado at VilligerCigars.com. I'm looking over at one of the six high-def monitors here in Humidor 1A. On Fox News, legendary astronaut Buzz Aldrin is on right now. And talk about an alpha male, Buzz Aldrin. As a kid growing up, I remember when it was Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin in July of 1969, landing on the moon, walking on the moon. Those guys were gods growing up. And Buzz Aldrin today, still to me, 100% alpha male. Let's say hello to Jeff in Arizona. You are front and center. Hey, long ashes, General. Back at you. Thank you. Uh, Brand new listener. This is actually the fourth time I've ever listened to the show. I was down in Tucson. I had my radio on. I was coming back up to Phoenix, and I heard a cigar commercial. I'm like, that's cool. And then I heard another one, and then a third one, and then you came on, and I thought, I love this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, glad you found us. I know that uh, we've got a lot of listeners over in Tucson, and uh, we've been on, actually, on KNST for a long time, so glad that you found us. Yes, well, uh, I'm fairly new to, uh, basically, cigars. I've been enjoying them for a little over a year now, and just got my first uh, uh, real uh, humidor. It's a 100-count Rocky Patel. And I had a question for you. Um, humidification systems. Yes. Uh, I, was look, I was looking at the Bovida, but I thought, you know what, I, I'd like to ask you, is there one that you would recommend? Uh, I would. Actually, the Cigar Oasis uh, has a very nice unit. There's a couple of different ways that you can go. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want an active system, there is the Cigar Oasis. Okay. When I say by active, that means it's got actually a microprocessor. It uses power, either battery or electric. You set the humidity level. And it automatically does the rest. And then every number of months, you have to refill the tank with distilled water or one of their cartridges. So as long as you maintain the temperature correctly. Now, in Arizona, it gets hot in the summer. You need to make sure that that humidor stays in a room that's no more than 72 degrees. And if it's 72 degrees, you'll you'll back that uh, humidity down to about maybe 67 68%. But it'll take care of it. So when it needs humidity, the active system will come on. When you don't, it stays off. 
as opposed to a passive system, which is the majority of humidification devices or systems that you see. But there are some very good passive humidification systems. Diamond Crown makes one, and you can adjust the – there's like these little um, – uh, level or blinds that you can adjust to release more humidity or less humidity. Uh, There's also the, uh, for Monte Cristo, they make a Monte Cristo uh, Humistick that works very nicely. It just depends what you want to spend and how much, uh, how much, how active you want to be on maintaining the humidity level. I like, they're all good. They're all different applications. For 100 cigars, my recommendation, probably get a Cigar Oasis. That way okay. you set it, you forget it. Smaller humidors, you could easily go with the Diamond Crown, the Monte Cristo Humistics. They'll work just fine. But whatever you do, make sure you get yourself a digital thermometer, hygrometer, so you accurately measure the temperature and the humidity. Very, very important. I'm writing it down as you're talking. As you should, Jeff, as you should. And here's what I will do for you. I will send you out, uh, let's see, you're a relative novice, you said, in the world of cigars? Yes. All right, I'm going to send you out some of the April Officers Club selection, the Aging Room Havaus. These Aging Room Havaus cigars use a Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. It is a mild, smooth, mellow, creamy cigar, reasonably priced, I, the comments I've received from our members, ecstatic over the cigars, has been incredible. We'll send those aging room havaus out to you. I know you'll enjoy them, and you'll have them properly humidified. Well, thank you very much. And just just before we hop off, I was also going to say, you know what you were talking about with the alpha males. Uh, my son, my son turned eighteen a few months ago, and I, I was uh, I was actually pretty excited. He walked up to me a week before his birthday, and he said, "Do you think we could uh, have a cigar together on my birthday?" And so we've been sharing a cigar uh, usually about every uh, two or three nights. We go out in the back patio together and just sit down and have a good stick together and a uh, great uh, bonding time. And uh, so, yeah, love the lifestyle. There you go. Jeff, you've got your son uh, on the right track to being an alpha male. You are an alpha male. I think that so far, so good. Mission successful. <laughs> All right. St- st- Stand by. The lovely Miss Kate will get your information. We'll send out those aging room havaus for you. Lieutenants, we are, I want to give you exactly how far away we are from a couple of very important events. Uh, next week, we've got the 2013 Cigar Draft. I'll tell you about that a little bit uh, later on in the show, a little bit, uh, probably beginning of the next segment. But we are now, let me see, one, two, we are exactly three weeks away from the start of Cigar Dave's 2013 Summer Pleasure Tour. And we started as we do every year, as we have for the last 14 years, in the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. We will be front and center under the tent at the Ballantine Resort as we launch the brand new H. Upman Legacy Magnum Size, a 6x60. Everyone in Charlotte will be the first to enjoy this great new size in the H. Upman Legacy line. We will be uh, broadcasting noon to 2. Doors open at 11. The Ballantine is a five-star, five-diamond resort. It is a magnificent place. You will love attending. Wherever you are in the country, you need to attend. We've got special rates for If you go to CigarDave.com, you'll see the Charlotte Live Broadcast Invasion graphic. All the details are there. The doors open 11. Broadcast begins at noon. Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Mick the Brit, everybody will be front and center. It is 
presented by our great friends over at the Tinderbox in Charlotte, Craig Cass and his fantastic crew, 1110WBT and Altatus USA. Everyone in attendance gets a complimentary cigar, and I chose out a special assault pack, five great cigars, 25 bucks, a $57 value that anyone in attendance can buy. So, lieutenants, Charlotte, North Carolina, T-minus three weeks away and counting. Hour number two is around the corner. We invite you to join us. Cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, the good life. It's all here on the Cigar Dave Show, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. I never apologize for being an alpha. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. One hour down, one hour to go. We welcome you back, lieutenants. The alpha male lifestyle lives, breathes, eats right here in Humidor 1A. America's alpha male in chief, the general front and center, welcoming you back. And we welcome you to join us as we talk the good life. Cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Today we are now heard on XM Channel 243. We're still on extreme. We've moved up the dial. We should be to the top of the dial. So we have moved up to Channel 243 from Channel 165. Tell everyone you know we're still on XM. I'm getting a lot of emails. What happened to you, General? We're still on XM, just on Channel 243, part of their planned channel rearrangement that happened last week. All right, before we get to some very important items that I'd like to discuss, I would like to remind you of a couple of very important events. First of all, beginning Let's see, not beginning, but in three weeks, three weeks from today, Saturday, June 1st, it is our annual invasion of the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina, one of my favorite cities. This is the 14th year in a row that we have conducted live broadcast pleasure and cigar-friendly pleasure maneuvers from the Queen City. It has gotten bigger and better every year. We are back for the sixth or seventh year in a row at the magnificent Ballantine Resort in the Ballantine area of Charlotte, about 15 minutes or so from uh, downtown Charlotte. We will be under the main tent, under the big tent, overlooking the driving range as we launch the brand new H. Upman Legacy Magnum Size. Everyone in attendance will receive a complimentary H. Upman Legacy. We will have magnificent food, libations, revelry, camaraderie, and there will be no enemies of pleasure. They are foreboden, not welcome not anywhere near where we will be enjoying ourselves. And this year, for the first time, I talked to Peter Grills, the general manager of the Ballantine. He said, General, we're going to add a new twist. We are going to actually really do everything we can this year to make sure that PETA is not happy. Although there are two groups of PETA. 
There's the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, the Nutcases, and there is my PETA, People Eating and Enjoying Tasty Animals. We will be, or I should say the chefs at the Ballantine will be roasting an entire pig on the grill. They will be taking a giant suckling pig with the apple in the mouth and everything, and they will be doing uh, barbecue pork uh, uh, sandwiches, and they're going to have all sorts of other great food and libations. It's going to be a wonderful time. So we invite everyone to attend. If you're listening to us in Charlotte on WBT or anywhere in the Carolinas, you're listening to us in Asheville, you're listening to us in Greenville, or you are in Columbia, South Carolina, or Charleston, or you're listening to us uh, in Greensboro, Make plans to attend, or in Atlanta, it is a fantastic event. Doors open 11, broadcast begins at noon. All the details at CigarDave.com, and we have actually special rates that we have secured if you are coming in from out of town, or if you just want to hang out there for the weekend, just go to Cigar Dave, click on the broadcast page. There's a special $179 room rate at the Magnificent Ballantine, available May 30th to June 2nd. Just ask for the Cigar Dave rate. The telephone number is right at the website. Make your reservations. And next week... It is our annual Rite of Spring. It is the 2013 Cigar Draft. Next week, it is your opportunity to select your favorite cigar. What cigar will go number one? Will there be trades? It is always high drama, high anxiety. In fact, all the manufacturers listen. Will their cigar be selected? And I always say that the cigar draft is a direct reflection of what is happening in the cigar marketplace. So you will have the opportunity to make your selection. You can do so by either calling us during the cigar draft, noon to 2 Eastern time, next Saturday, May 18th. You can email us, draft, D-R-A-F-T, at CigarDave.com. And when you do email us, by all means, give us the specifics, the cigar brand, the cigar name, if it's a Maduro, a natural, the size that you like. And if you'd like to join us, put your name and daytime phone number and we will get you on the show. And that is the 2013 Cigar Draft. It is one of the big highlights of the year. Get in early. Make your selection. Your selection counts just like the NFL Draft. It is a very, very stressful, high-tense, well-anticipated uh, time. So, too, is the annual Cigar Draft. All right. Need to get to a couple of very important things here, lieutenants. But before I do that, it is only appropriate that I play the following. This is a Delta Bravo alert. Repeat, this is a Delta Bravo alert. The bag has come unzipped again. Stand by for the general with further details. All right, uh, first of all, this comes to us uh, from, got a couple of teacher stories here. And these are, talk about Delta Bravos. This is just incredible. First of all, a high school teacher, a 26-year-old high school teacher by the name of Olivia Sprower, a lovely looking dame, I might add, 26 years old from Stewart, Florida, high school teacher. She was living a double life. Not only was she teaching, at Martin County High School. But she was modeling under a different name to keep that side of her life separate from her teaching life. She was modeling uh, under a different name, and, uh, and the name she used was Victoria Valentine James. Now, was she posing nude? Was she doing pornography? Was she doing anything risque? No. 
She was doing glamour photography, bikinis, swimsuit photography. She said, I don't make pornography. I don't open my legs on camera. I take swimsuit glamour style photography. Nothing wrong with that at all. Except, apparently, the enemies of pleasure that uh, run the school district in Stewart County, in Martin County, and the principal said that she was using an alter ego and that, therefore, what she was doing was not in line with how a teacher should act, and she was forced to resign after the principal found the bikini photos of her. And my question is, how did the principal find those bikini photos? Was he surfing the net looking for some porn? Was he looking for some hot babes? And then all of a sudden comes across, we want to know, I demand an in congressional investigation into this. But this is what is really absurd when you think about this. Here is a woman that by all accounts, no complaints against her. In fact, when she was done at the end of this school year, she was leaving to pursue a master's degree. But the principal brought her in and said that she had to go. The teacher, Olivia Sprower, said she only started modeling in February because she needed the money. She needed extra money. She said she's a good teacher and she did not do anything wrong. She was a ninth grade English. Listen, if I had a ninth grade English teacher that looked like Olivia Sprower, I can assure you I would have certainly enjoyed my uh, English language classes far more than I did. But she said, I felt like it would have been nice for my students to finish out the year with me. They trusted me. They made me happy. So that aspect of it was sad. But she said she will come back for graduation. I'm looking at a picture of her right now. There is nothing obscene. There is nothing pornographic. There is nothing risque about these bikini shots. This is ridiculous. And this is the same thing a teacher in New York was forced to resign because before she was a teacher, she modeled. She didn't model nude. She did, uh, she did like Victoria's Secret style uh, modeling with lingerie, with uh, for catalogs, with bikinis, with uh, gla- with with gowns and so on. Why on earth a school or a principal would find this offensive is beyond me. It really makes absolutely no sense. The principal said it's part of their zero tolerance policy. I call it a zero common sense policy. Just like if a student brings in one. Tylenol or Advil or aspirin, and they're caught, they violated the zero tolerance tolerance drug policy. Does that make any sense? Does it make sense to suspend a student who may have not had any other difficulties or any other issues because they had a headache and their parent wanted to give them something to take for it so that they could concentrate and not be in pain all day? Is that a violation of law? Is that something that is a punishable offense? I think not. And I, I, I always marvel when I look at some of these, these administrators and these principals. These were the idiots that were the hall monitors, that were the snitches. These were the people that were the last to get chosen on their respective athletic teams during phys ed. It, to me, is absolutely ludicrous. It makes zero sense. This could have been a great teacher. And to get rid of her for what? Because she's doing something legal? but that the morality police, this principal, the, the school board finds offensive, outrageous. Gets better. Talk about lack of common sense. We talked about one teacher. She was moonlighting on the side. Here's another teacher, Doug Bartlett, second grade teacher at Washington Irving 
elementary school in the Chicago School District. In 2011, he was teaching a mandated course on tools in his classroom. Mandated course. Now, when you're going to teach about tools, I would think you would probably show what a pliers is, what a screwdriver, what a hammer, uh, what a vice grip is, what a knife is, you know, different things that are in a toolbox. And that's exactly what Mr. Bartlett did. He showed students several tools that he used in his classroom, including wrenches, screwdrivers, pliers, a box cutter, and a small pocket knife. He explained how the tools were used, and he kept them secured in a toolbox. One slight little problem. Apparently, the school district has a zero-tolerance policy. A zero-tolerance policy on having any potential weapons in the classroom. Now, he's mandated to teach a class about tools. Any toolbox that doesn't have a box cutter, a pocket knife, a screwdriver, a wrench, a plier, a hammer, is not a toolbox. It's incomplete. So, he did his job. He taught about tools. He showed the tools, kept everything locked up. As he displayed the box cutter and the pocket knife, the proper use, neither of those items were made available to the students. However, several days later, Mr. Bartlett, a 17-year teaching veteran, received notice that he was under investigation for possessing, carrying, storing, and using a weapon and for negligently supervising children. The result? He was suspended four days without pay. So let's get this straight. He's mandated to teach a course in the Chicago School District on tools. He brings in a toolbox that's locked. He shows the students the various tools and what they do and how they are used. The students never touch the tools or the toolbox or the box cutter or the knife. He does what he is supposed to do, and four days later, some schmuck, some pencil-necked or clipboard-carrying bureaucratic educator schmuck tells them that he violates a zero-tolerance policy, and now he is suspended, subject to disciplinary action, because he showed these students the tools, the knife, and exposed the students to potential weapons. Does that make any sense either? Absolutely not. Tell me how any administrator with one morsel of intelligence or common sense, could actually look at this mis- this teacher, Doug Bartlett, and say, sir, you violated our weapons policy. You are now subject to four days of unpaid suspension. Any administrator, principal, educator that did this, they are the ones that should be fired for being a total Delta Bravo idiot and a schmuck to boot. It just shows you how the pendulum has swung in this country. There is no more common sense. There is no more rhyme and reason. There is no more intellect, no more intelligence. There are no people that say, let's think about this rationally. Did the teacher intend to harm the students? No. He was teaching a mandatory prescribed class. He did what he was supposed to do. This is not a violation in any way, shape, form, or manner of the zero-tolerance school weapon policy. End of discussion. The school district 
the principal, the administrators at Washington Irving Elementary School in the city of Chicago now look like a bunch of total horses ass buffoons, which is exactly what they are. I got one other item that I will get to. Maybe a couple. Of, well, one other item is. A resu- re- 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 let's try that again. One other item, as it involves a student who was using a pencil in class. I will tell you why that student was suspended again. Any common sense? Any rhyme or reason? Absolutely not. Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. True excellence endures even as taste and fashions change. In the world of luxury cigars, the bold new H. Upman Legacy embodies this legendary brand's true excellence in a stylish contemporary cigar. To smoke an H. Upman Legacy is to experience a modern legacy. A modern legacy that begins with select leaves from the excellent 2008 vintage. Leaves cultivated from seeds prized by growers for generations. A dark mountain-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper highlights the robust blend. Flawless craftsmanship and H. Upman Hallmark is evident in Legacy. Created by the loving hands of dedicated artisans, Legacy is a vibrant, complex, fuller-bodied smoke favored by today's connoisseur. Experience a modern Legacy, H. Upman Legacy, true excellence in a cigar crafted for today. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. What does it take to create an epic cigar? To create a Monte Cristo epic, it takes true excellence at every step. It takes the skilled hands and obsessive devotion of our most accomplished artisans, our Grupo de Maestros. It takes superior vintage 2007 tobaccos, like the lush dark wrapper grown from delicate seeds cultivated in Ecuador's rich volcanic soil, producing a robust wrapper with heady, spicy flavors. It takes a sweet-smoking Nicaraguan binder and an exotic blend of select filler tobaccos, resulting in a wonderfully round, complex, fuller-bodied smoke. A true luxury, every Monte Cristo Epic is hand-inspected, and every box contains a certificate of authenticity signed by the makers. It takes all this to create an epic cigar. Monte Cristo Epic, a unique smoking experience beyond compare. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club, every month you will receive three cigars direct to your door shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is $22.95 per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, I suggest you take an Officers Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to Maduro, robusto to perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officers Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club and enjoy great cigars.
Cigars are now in progress. Please enjoy the Cigar Dave experience. All right, I told you about the Delta Bravos, the uh, Chicago School District and the Martin County School District, uh, some of the issues that they, getting rid of a teacher because she was also a model on the side, nothing pornographic, nothing over the top, a teacher suspended four days without pay, he's teaching a class on tools, demonstrates, shows the tools, they consider some of the tools to be weapons, you're going to love this one, Suffolk, Virginia. Christopher Marshall, seven-year-old student at Driver Elementary in Suffolk, Virginia, was playing a game with another student involving his pencil. The teacher noticed him pretending to shoot his pencil like a gun. So what happened? The student was given a two-day suspension. Bethany, or correction, Beth Ann Bradshaw, A spokesperson for the Suffolk, Virginia Public Schools said, and I quote here, a pencil is a weapon when it is pointed at someone in a threatening way and gun noises are made. Well, let me give you a little background on young seven-year-old Christopher Marshall. His father is a Marine. He and his friend were playing Marine and bad guy. Young seven-year-old Christopher Marshall was playing a Marine. His friend was playing the bad guy. And they were just playing around. And the seven-year-old Christopher Marshall took his pencil and just pretended made some gun sounds. Big deal. Making gun sounds, playing a seven-year-old with a pencil, but not using it as a weapon is far different than saying that it could be used as a weapon, or they were pretending it to be used as a weapon. Again, the pendulum has shifted. In this country, instead of reacting appropriately, we overreact. We overreact. Instead of thinking things out rationally, giving time, and that means whether it was the Patriot Act, the TSA, or gun control after what happened at the elementary school in Connecticut, in Newton, there's no rhyme or reason. The boy's father, a Marine, said, hey, I was my son was being a Marine. The other guy was being a bad guy. And his father is incensed that the school failed to use common sense. His child gets good grades, well-behaved, and now all of a sudden, this student, this seven-year-old, is suspended for their zero-tolerance policy. The zero-tolerance policy should be changed to the zero common sense policy the zero rationality policy the zero smarts policy because it is dumb it is stupid when i was a kid we played cops and robbers my grandparents went to disneyland in california they brought me back a western set with a cowboy hat and and uh, little uh, cap guns big deal you don't see me going in and shooting up any places do you the answer is no Alpha male conversational maneuvers continue on the Cigar Dave Show. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent and smooth. Rocky, 
you know what? The decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I gotta tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree, but guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Cigar Dave, the trifecta of pleasure. All right, just got a great email from Lieutenant Chris. Long Ashes General, I listen to you on iHeart via WFLA. I was on a blind date last night, and we met at Starbucks. Got a coffee and was enjoying a Diamond Crown Grand Reserve, so clearly he was outside. When this feminazi walked up and she suggested if I wanted to be with her, I best do three things. Start wearing clothes she wanted me to wear, lose my Stetson, and stop smoking cigars. I immediately pointed out to her how to get out of the parking lot. I also suggested to her not to go away mad, but just to go away. Beautiful move. The key I find is this, lieutenants, from the very beginning. You need to show the dames exactly who you are. There's no need to pretend. If you like cigars, you have a cigar. If you like a cocktail, you have a cocktail. Be who you are. Do not put on any pretense. If they don't like it, as Lieutenant Chris said, there is the parking lot. I will never forget, ages ago, got to be, oh, geez, I don't know, about 17, 18 years ago, uh, went out on a date with this dame, and uh, uh, after dinner, I go to load uh, to fire up a cigar. And this was at the old Malio's here in the Cigar City of Tampa, when you could smoke cigars uh, in restaurants. Malio's, great place. You could smoke cigars. Uh, all these cigar manufacturers, I would see John Oliva and John Oliva Jr., uh, uh, Trey Oliva of Oliva Tobacco, Frank Ineza and Carol Jean Ineza of Viazone. Uh, you'd see all the cigar people were, were there. They'd go to lunch. They'd smoke cigars. So I go to light a cigar, and she looked at me and says, you're not going to smoke that, are you? And I looked at her. I said, yeah, I am. And she goes, if you smoke that, I'm leaving. I took out a, took out a, uh, a 20 from my wallet. Gave it to her and said, have a nice cab ride home. Called her a one-way cab for a ticket out of the restaurant. Very simple game. Because I still was a gentleman. Because I did uh, pick her up, but I didn't want to drive her back. Take a cab. That covered it. And she was flabbergasted. Didn't know what to say. Couldn't, didn't, couldn't believe it. And then, of course, after I did that, for the next couple of weeks, calling me, oh, I made a mistake. Too bad. Hit the eject button. They don't like your alpha maleness. Hit the eject button. Get rid of them. Next. All right, let's say hello to uh, David in Texas. You are front and center. Long ashes, General. Back at you. David, if you could speak up, that would be fantastic. 
All right, sorry about that. Hey, um, four years ago, I had a little girl, and in uh, breaking, well, trying to go back to tradition, I guess you could say, um, I wanted to get everybody a real cigar and celebrate the occasion appropriately. And uh, I chose the Alec Bradley Tempest. Yep. And it was a it was a wonderful tasting cigar. And on top of that, the label was beautiful. And I thought with the purple accents, it's great for a little girl. And uh, it went over well. It ticked off a few people, which just made me happy as could be. And why did they? Well, why were they ticked off? Well, just you know the the political correctness. You can't actually smoke a cigar nowadays. Just kind of like what you were talking about. Some people just are opposed to people enjoying themselves and, and celebrating the birth of a child. Well, David, let, let so. me back up there for a second, because you most certainly, you, you certainly may enjoy a cigar, because we don't really care what the wussified betas or the enemies of pleasure think or, or how they react, because we have the right to enjoy ourselves. We make our own decisions. If they don't like it, that's their issue, their problem, not ours. But you are correct. They, they, in the old days, everybody would hand out cigars. And I don't really think there's the stigma of the political correctness stigma of handing out cigars because we still see that today. That is commonplace. I'll see people walk into, into Edwards Pipe and Tobacco here in Tampa and they'll come in and say, look, I don't smoke cigars. I just had a baby. I want to hand out cigars. When you think about it, it's a, it's a tradition that just, I don't know, it goes back ages Everybody hands out cigars, even to this day. Now, what surprises me is the Alec Bradley cigar that you handed out, the Tempest, is a very nice cigar, but it's more on the medium to full side, which for people that are occasional cigar smokers, especially for celebratory occasions, that may have been a little much for them. So clearly, though, your, your friends obviously are a little bit more refined and more experienced connoisseurs. Well, one thing I noticed, um, I, I got started smoking cigars about five years ago, um, and I, we went to a cigar bar to celebrate my brother's uh, wedding right. um, in, in Grand Cayman, and we actually, it was a Cuban cigar bar, and uh, I actually enjoyed a Juan Lopez number two. I told the lady, I want to smoke something I'll never forget, and she reached down and grabbed that cigar, and I will never forget that cigar. Uh, it was it was bold, but it was smooth. And when I came back, I actually searched for quite a long time trying to find a cigar that I felt matched that that flavor profile. And the the Alec Bradley Tempest in the Creo seemed to match it pretty good. It was it's a very very strong, very bold cigar, but it's smooth. Uh, There's no question. It is a very smooth cigar. I, I was the first to smoke that. One of the first people when uh, Alan Rubin uh, and George Sosa were, were working and, uh, and Ralph Montero from Alec Bradley were working on that blend. And that's got to be now about six, seven years ago. But that is a very nice cigar. No question. It's interesting right. that when you were down in, in Grand Cayman uh, at the Cuban Cigar Bar that they, they handed you the brand they gave you because that's not one of the more popular Cuban brands. The more popular I could see would be, obviously, Cohiba, a Trinidad, a Hoy de Monterey, the Romeo y Julieta in the Cuban is a very nice, pleasant, mild cigar, but it's very interesting that they handed you that specific brand, not one of the bigger sellers. Well, that's, I told her, I said, I just want something I'll never forget. And, and like I said, it was just smooth. And the reason I'm calling today is I actually... I smoke about once or twice a month, um, and I'll, I'll smoke a fine cigar when I do. And I, like I said, being a being a not smoking very often, uh, it is odd. And I have the cigar shops that I can frequent periodically ask me. They said, "How do you how do you enjoy these stronger, bolder cigars?" And I don't know. I just 
to me, a cigar should be bold. It should be flavorful. You should sit down and relax and enjoy it. And when you walk away, you should say, yeah, I enjoyed that cigar. And the reason I'm calling today is I need some help. Um, my wife and I on Wednesday found out that we are having our second child, and we are having a boy. Excellent. And so I am just tickled and thrilled as a dad. I, I, you know, obviously my daughter has brought me pleasure. I'm raising her to be a free and independent person. Uh, and she just, she's just the thrill of my life. And I'm just excited to have a boy to uh, share completely new set of experiences. But I'm looking, I want a cigar that's going to say, I'm having a boy. He's going to grow up to be a man. I want another bold cigar that, and, and also something on the rapper side, just you know, a lot of times that wrapper speaks, you know, can speak volumes, or at least it's the presentation of the cigar. So right, I'm looking I, for something that we can share and kind of get your opinion no on. No problem. That. I'm going to give you a couple of recommendations. Guaranteed that they will they will be, your, your friends will be very impressed. It says alpha male. It says top notch. It says celebratory occasion. The first cigar I'm going to recommend is the Padron 1964 or 1926 series Maduro. Dark wrapper, Nicaraguan, puro, square press cigar, lots of flavor, not overpowering. You say Padron 1964 or the Padron 1926, you are talking the best of the best, top of the line. That would be two of my recommendations. The third recommendation, the Diamond Crown Maximus. Sun-grown Ecuadorian wrapper, beautiful taste, peppery, flavorful, not overpowering, very balanced, magnificent presentation and packaging. Either the Padron 1926 series in Maduro, the Padron 1964 series in Maduro, or the Diamond Crown Maximus, you will not go wrong. That I can guarantee. Awesome. I appreciate it, Dave. All right, here's what I'm going to do for you. I will send you out a cigar that I know that you will enjoy that also says I'm an alpha male, the Brickhouse Mighty Mighty Maduro, a 6-by-60-inch Maduro, medium-flavored, uses a Brazilian Arapiraca wrapper that gives it a lot of personality on the palate. You will love it. And go get those other cigars I recommended. And by all means, after you have the little one, let us know how those cigars went over. Definitely will do. Thank you, Cigar Dave. All right, David, my pleasure. Stand by. Let's say hello to uh, Brian out in Fresno, People's Republic of California, listening to us on 102.7 FM KALZ. Well, Long Ashes General, how are you today? Back at you. Fantastic. You know, I can't help but, but fall into a complete uh, agreement with you when you talk about these people in government and in, in our society who, who claim to be... Uh, really intelligently informed, but in fact they're not. They're very ignorant, closed-minded, and arrogant, and they don't they don't think about the the, the the actual person who is being affected by their ignorant laws of no more smoking on the beach, uh, no more this and that, unless you're within 20 yards of the nearest trash can. It's so much, so much stuff that they want to regulate and tie your hands to not allow you what is your your complete freedom and right to do. I mean, even with the, the Second Amendment right, it's now they're trying to tell me where I can and can't smoke anymore. Uh, what happened to California? I thought we 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 led the way. Now we got a bunch of wussified, lazy people who think that they don't have to do anything. Everything should be given to them and. Well, if you're smoking cigars, well, you know, they have an opinion. 
but you know that they're enjoying the cigar themselves. They just don't want to talk about it in public. Well, many of them do, Brian, but, you know, you said, you know, what happened? Well, that is a very complex answer that I can give, and it would take far longer than I have remaining in today's show. But I will say this. California does lead the way. It leads the way in high taxes. It leads the way in government intrusion and intervention. It leads the way in restrictions against people's liberties. It leads the way in deadbeats in that You have all these people in California that don't pay into the system. You've got all these illegals in California. That's why California is billions and billions and billions in the hole. California does lead the nation in the number of wackadoodles that come out there and think they have the divine right, as you mentioned, to tell everyone else how they should live their lives. But unfortunately, what starts in California spreads to the rest of the United States. And it is such a, uh, believe me, I could go on for two hours talking about the reasons and the issues and the problems. But in a nutshell, we as alpha males, we as free Americans must put an end to those that want to engage in dictating how we should behave, how we should think, how we should act, and how uh, and what they deem to be appropriate in terms of consumption. They have no right. It is none of their business. And the problem is this, is that it is a vocal minority that we have allowed to to, uh, infiltrate and to dictate. And, And unfortunately, we have, as alpha males, as cigar connoisseurs, for far too long, we said, well, let's just keep our heads below the radar and we won't make an issue. And that worked for a while, but about five, six years ago... We said, enough's enough. And now we have the Cigar Rights of America. We have the International Premium Cigar Retailers, the Cigar Association of America, the manufacturers, the retailers, the consumers. We have all spoken up and said, no, enough is enough. And now when there is a proposed smoking ban or there's proposed taxes, our voices are heard. We're now in the halls of Congress. We're in the state houses. We're in the governor's mansions. We here in Florida, our future speaker is Jose Oliva, uh, who is the uh, the president of Oliva Cigar Company in Miami. He's one of us. Nick Perdomo, the owner of Perdomo Cigars. He was the vice mayor of, uh, of Miami Lakes, Florida. And he was very vocal in making sure that people's rights were not intruded upon. So for a long time, we kept our heads in the sand and said, we just won't rock the boat. Now we rock the boat. And it's amazing. The squeaky, what is it, the squeaky wheel always gets the grease, and it's true. When we show up and make our voices heard, everything changes. Here's what I want to do for you, Brian. I'm going to send you some cigars that I want you to enjoy. And I know it's not easy being able to enjoy cigars in California. I was out in San Francisco and in uh, in Napa and Sonoma uh, a few weeks back, and I can tell you it is extremely, extremely difficult to smoke a cigar. I, uh, I happen to be over at the B.R. Cone Winery, one of the only cigar-friendly wineries in the state. We smoked a cigar, and we enjoyed some great wine, but you almost feel like you are an outcast and an outlaw. But I'm going to send you out some of the Rocky Patel Vintage 2003 Cameroons. Beautiful Cameroon wrapper. It is a little bit of sweetness, very smooth, medium. You're going to enjoy it. And when you enjoy it, every puff, you just think of all the enemies of pleasure that you are ticking off. And you'll enjoy the cigar that much more. So, Brian, stand by, lieutenants. I still have one other very important item I want to get to. We'll still go to the phones at 877-DAVE-007. But the final and concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. 
Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, José O. Padrón began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padrón cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padrón controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, Quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. And now a few words with Rocky Patel about the private seller. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. And for years I've been saving special fillers and binders to make a personal blend that I absolutely love and enjoy. And everyone's been asking me for this cigar, but we've never had enough of the tobaccos. Finally, I've gathered enough great tobaccos to release something from my personal humidor. It's called the Rocky Patel Private Cellar. We spent years developing and perfecting the cigar. It's got gorgeous earthy flavors, beautiful, dark, oily, broadleaf wrapper, and some of the greatest fillers from Esteli and Condega in Nicaragua. This medium to full body cigar is rich, it's decadent, and it fills your palate with tons of flavor. I promise you, you're gonna love this cigar. Look for the private cellar so I can share some of my favorites with you. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the general cigar, cigar day. day. Next week, the highlights or one of the highlights of the year, the 2013 cigar draft. We will be coming to you front and center from Draft Central 1A in the Cigar City. Your opportunity to select your favorite cigar. What cigar will be taken first? Will there be trades? Will there be surprises? Every year, it's always high drama, high suspense. This year will be no different. 
Jeff Borshowitz of Corona Cigar will be one of our expert color commentators in Draft Central 1A, and we invite you to participate. And the way that you can do so, call us 877-DAVE-007 next Saturday noon to 2 Eastern time, or you may send us an email, draft, D-R-A-F-T, at CigarDave.com. Include the cigar, the brand, the specifics, the type wrapper, why you like it, name and daytime phone number, and you will participate. And you can also send us tweets next week at Cigar Dave Show. The 2013 Cigar Draft, a Cigar Dave Show exclusive, and it comes your way front and center on the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network next week. All right, one thing I do want to get to. Earlier this week, Charles Ramsey, who has uh, become a viral Internet sensation, was the gentleman in Cleveland, Ohio, that found those three kidnapped girls. He found Amanda Berry, and he was quoted on a number of different things. But first of all, here is the, the, uh, the, the first thing he said, how, what he was doing uh, when, when he was discovering Amanda Berry. Kind of gave a little prelude to what was happening. Her screaming. I meet my McDonald's. I uh, come outside, I see this girl going nuts, trying to get out of her house. So I go on the porch, I go on the porch, and she says, help me get out. I've been, I'm, I've been in here a long time. Now, nobody has brought this up. He was eating his McDonald's. Do you realize how many enemies of pleasure probably focused this week on the fact that he was eating McDonald's instead of focusing on, he saved these girls. He, he, he came to their rescue. He heard somebody screaming. He acted. They're saying, this man ate McDonald's? This is an outrage. And it gets a little bit better because he further ticks off the enemies of pleasure and the food police. I've been here a year. Okay. You still come up from? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot and listen to salsa music. You see what I'm coming from? Do you know how much joy when I, I, I received listening to Charles Ramsey saying that he ate barbecue, he ate ribs, that the members of PETA, that the food police were probably in a hissy fit going crazy, extremely upset. What? Who cares if this man saved this girl and these three girls from 12 years of being kidnapped and imprisoned? Who cares? He was eating McDonald's. He was eating ribs. He was eating barbecue. Charles Ramsey, not only did he do a fine job helping rescue this girl, acting, but he is clearly a very intelligent man when it comes to his food choices. McDonald's, ribs, barbecue. Man, I think I may have to go get some barbecue after lunch today. All right, let's say hello to uh, Jerry in Nashville, listening on 1510 WLAC. Back at you, Jerry Nashville, one of my favorite towns. I actually like that TV show too. It's kind of, I just started, you know, uh, watching it one day. I kind of like caught the last half hour and I'm like, you know what? This is pretty, uh, pretty entertaining. So I've been watching that show and Nashville's a great town. Love the Hermitage Hotel downtown. Excellent. Oh, well, you can't beat Nashville. Got good country music and lots of things to do here. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hey, uh, you know, I want to give a little shout-out to that teacher there that got uh, suspended for those four days for that toolbox that he had in his classroom. Um, I'm 45 years old, and I still have a toolbox in the trunk of my car. The tool set my dad gave me taught me how to use my tools, taught me how to change my tires, taught me how to... While all the other kids were learning home economics and typing, my dad was teaching me how to work on a car and... 
take care of my house. That's exactly right. You are an alpha male, Jerry. Every alpha male. Now, I've got a toolbox. I don't do a hell of a lot with it, but I still have one. Jerry, here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to send you out the H. Shopman Legacy that uh, we will be giving away at the live broadcast in Charlotte on Saturday, June 1st. A very happy Mother's Day to all, specifically a happy Mother's Day to Cigar Mother, the Royal Mother up in Buffalo. I hope you have a fantastic day tomorrow, and I will be talking to Cigar Mother, of course, later today and tomorrow to wish her a happy Mother's Day as well. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Next week, Cigar Draft 2013. Draft at CigarDave.com for your selection. Saturday, June 1, we're in Charlotte. Details at CigarDave.com.